2: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, hello once again. My name is Brian Anthony Davis from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. I am the podcast producer here and I am proud once again to take a look back at the week that was for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, this week that was is going to include exhilaration and devastation as the Steelers went one and one this week in games. We have not had that as of yet. In the week that was, so it's going to be an interesting ride. But first, let me talk about this. BehindTheSteelCurtain.com The The editorial side is chock full of breaking news. Great results, film room, commentary, so much stuff, stats and more. If it's Pittsburgh Steelers and it's happening, it's on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com In conjunction with BTSC is the podcast side, BTSC Radio, and there you will find 25 original shows every single week, even more than that. If it's breaking news, we throw that up there as well. If it's a big deal, you are going to hear it first at BTSC. So check that all out. And now it's time again to take a look back at what happened this week in Steeler Nation. Once again, it was a crazy one. Let's start out with last Sunday, December 5th. What happened then? Well, when I talked about exhilaration at the beginning of the week, it starts with this. Final score, Steelers refused to die, come back, and beat the Ravens 20-19, as Jeff Hartman reported on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. The Pittsburgh Steelers did the unthinkable by beating the Baltimore Ravens, and it came down to a two-point conversion that failed for the Steelers to win the game. Yes, for me, it was an amazing win against a bitter rival. Ben had a great day. Seven sacks of a befuddled Lamar Jackson for the Steelers' defense, including three and a half for T.J. Watt. There was egg on John Harbaugh's face as he was giving all kinds of excuses for the two-point conversion call. All in all, a great day in Steeler Nation. Monday, December 6th. With Steeler fans still walking on air, it's phenomenal to see the dedication to the city of Pittsburgh and helping others constantly displayed by the one and only Cameron. Cameron, Philip Hayward. This guy really deserves to win the whole thing. What is the whole thing? Well, the Pittsburgh Steelers announced that Cam Hayward is their nominee for the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year presented by Nationwide. I tell you what, he's been nominated a lot for this, and he does it each and every year, helping the community. Number 97's commitment to service makes that one time that I held the door for an elderly woman at Arby's, well, it seems really insignificant now. Other news on Monday. Yay! The Steelers announced that they have activated linebacker Robert Spillane from the reserve COVID-19 list. Wait. Isn't Spillie's knee still bad? Huh. Well, I guess that's that. Tuesday. uh, December 7th. Yes, it was the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor. And we salute the veterans that are still alive. There are a few still alive from that monumental day. FDR said it was a day that lives in infamy, and it has and still has. So we recognize that somber day with celebration of how the U.S. has been able to move on and flourish despite that day in Hawaii and Pearl Harbor. Also Tuesday, 12-7, possibly no Joe Hayden again this week. Is a stellar career in Pittsburgh near the end for number 23? Well, the reason this came up is because when you look at the injury list, Joe Hayden, for the second day in a row this week, did not practice. Spoiler alert, he did not play in the Minnesota game as well. The Steelers are 1-9 now without the services of Joe Hayden. The one win was against the Ravens earlier in the week. Wednesday, 12-8. The AFC Players of the Week were announced. Justin Herbert was the Offensive Player of the Week. A punter for the Miami Dolphins. Hawk, I think his name is. Uh, It doesn't really matter. He was the Special Teams Player of the Week. Well, it matters for him and his family. Congratulations, my man. But TJ Watt was named the Defensive Player of the Week for Week 13, which is really funny because... TJ gets a lot of these awards. He gets Defensive Player of the Month awards. I mean, he has been spectacular this year. So, Defensive Player of the Year talk is now surfacing again. MVP talk is now surfacing. He'll be the front runner for both until Super Bowl week, especially for Defensive Player of the Year when it's awarded to Miles Garrett or the phenomenal Aaron Donald for the 47th time. Might be a little bit of an exaggeration. Sorry. The men of steel reported that they made the following roster moves by signing punter, drew Chrisman. Remember him in camp and long snapper Rex Sunahara to the practice squad and terminated defensive back, Lyndon Stevens and wide receiver, Taylor Vaughns. excuse me, Tyler Vaughns from the practice squad. So there goes my Tyler Vaughns Color rush Jersey that I just ordered. Thursday, 12-9. Man, this was disappointing, exhilarating, heartbreaking, all in a three-hour window. It reminded me of my first wedding to the starter wife. Minnesota Vikings, 36, Pittsburgh Steelers, 28. Of course, you know this by now, the Minnesota Vikings got out to a 29-0 lead. Pittsburgh almost broke the record for greatest comeback in regular season history, but A pancaked, and I'll say pancaked. Actually, he was just sandwiched. Sandwiches are better than a pancake. Depends what you like. I I like both. I like sandwiches. I love pancakes. But anyways, what happened? Pat Fryermuth was sandwiched between two defenders. The ball popped out in the end zone. It would have been a tying two-point conversion attempt coming up next, but to no avail A valiant effort by the Steelers at the end, but a paltry and disturbing first half just killed those dreams. Friday, 12-10. Chase Claypool had a great night catching the football, but his ego and immaturity cost the Steelers and further damaged his reputation among those in Steeler Nation around the football world. He fumbled a football, but thank goodness it was called back and he was deemed down. He had a very egregious penalty by by hitting the face mask of a defender in the first quarter, hurting a drive. And then he celebrated a first down with 36 seconds left that cost the Steelers about five seconds because Trey Turner had to try to wrestle the ball away from him as he was celebrating, and the Steelers were trying to get in the end zone. Ryan Clark then... Got on social media and said this, and I quote Chase Claypool is mentally and emotionally underdeveloped as he is physically overdeveloped. He only cares about himself, and that self centeredness is a part of what's bringing the Steelers team and organization down. I tell you what, Ryan Clark has been outspoken about the Steelers. He is an alumnus of this team and very proud of this team, but he's not going to hesitate to say it like it is. Chase Claypool, I'm hoping the light comes on soon. He was benched in that game as well because of that penalty, because of the, well, it it was just hitting another player in the face mask. It was just, uh, I know he's a passionate player, but he's got to control those emotions. Now, the one thing, the bright spot is that Chase is inspiring some very funny memes. There was one out there showing, there's a few out there showing Chase celebrating at very inappropriate times, and this one was during a funeral. Also, injuries to edge linebackers Alex Highsmith and TJ Watt weren't considered as devastating as originally thought. That was good news that came out on Friday as well. And the Men of Steel reported that they made the following roster moves by terminating the contracts of punter Drew Christman and long snapper Rex Tsunahara and signing defensive back Lyndon Stevens and wide receiver Tyler Vaughns to the practice squad. This is kind of like deja vu in reverse. Didn't we just do something like this? Huh. Looks like I'm getting my Tyler Vaughns jersey back. Woo! Saturday, 12-11, everybody knows that Trent Dor- Jordan was going to get cracked for last week's taunt during the Ravens game. In other news, I was nailed with a $6 parking ticket last week. It's a greater percentage of my income than Watt's fine. As the NFL, as reported by Tom Pelissero, said that Steelers linebacker TJ Watt and Rams corner Jalen Ramsey, $10,300 each for taunting in last week's game as the crackdown continues. Wow. Just a drop in the bucket for TJ. What I can do with that 10-3. There you go. That was the significant week that was for the Steelers mixed in with my black and gold loving life. I'm sure next week will be full of Steeler happenings as well. So check us out. We will have to do this again. Have a great week, but better yet, have a bad one.